0: Big news out of San Francisco. The 49ers have extended Jimmy Garoppolo. Kind of the last thing we all saw coming. So let's all process in real time here on the Locked On NFL Podcast. You are Locked On NFL. Your daily NFL podcast. Part
1: of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome, welcome to the Locked On NFL Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I am Luke Braun. I'm your Tuesday host. I do Locked On Vikings. Here, filling in for Ross Jackson is Lauren Cox at Cox Sports One. He does Locked On Bears, so I am contractually obligated to hate him, which should make this a very good podcast where we talk about neither of our teams. Uh we got Jimmy G stuff going on. Today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is a daily is daily fantasy made easy. Pick two to five players if they score more or less than their Prize Picks projection, you can win up to ten times your money on entry. First time users can even receive a one hundred percent instant deposit match up to hundred bucks with promo code Locked On. That's PrizePicks.com promo code Locked On. So, Lauren, we have a Jimmy Garoppolo extension, um, or like a contract reworking, I guess. He is making backup quarterback money. I believe he is the second highest backup in the league. Adam Schefter tweeted he was the first, but I think Schefter forgot about Sam Darnold, which, fair, that's who among us. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't, don't know. Give me a read on this. Yeah, Yeah, we can all forget about Sam Darnold.
1: Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad you brought in someone with a little more hair to talk about Jimmy Garoppolo a, a man with with excellent yeah, hair on the podcast. Right. Ross just doesn't have the, the same perspective on on that situation. <laughs> <laughs> but, I hope he hears. I do too. So, but no. So, I mean, obviously, right away, everyone goes, "Oh, what does this mean for Trey Lance?" Right? And yeah, I I, I understand yeah. why everyone goes there, and like all of a sudden, it's like this is some this is some sign that the 49ers don't have faith in. Trey Lance, even though they barely committed to Trey Lance all along. But I'd fear that like, okay, now you still have Jimmy G breathing down his neck, but it's like, would you rather have him breathing down his neck at an even higher salary number where they might have more incentive to try and get more value out of that? Or at least now this makes him potentially more movable in the future, albeit with some no trade options there where Jimmy has a little bit more control over his future.
0: And there is a no trade clause in it. Oh, it, there is. Yeah. Okay.
1: And that no is... Clause.
0: Oh, no tag clause. Okay. So, so... There's both in there. No trade, no tag.
1: Yeah. So, so Jimmy, Jimmy can waive it for specific teams, so he has more control over if and when he gets traded eventually, he'll get to he'll get to give the final say on whether he wants to go to that team.
0: Yeah. Okay. So I, let's hold off on just Trey Lance's evaluation. We can get to that in a minute, because I think trying to read the 49ers' intentions is... Like, what everybody's trying to do here. Like, what yeah? What do they mean by this? And here's the deal. The, the 49ers, this whole offseason, have felt like they're just, like, super reticent to commit. And I think that's why, like, they have had offers for Jimmy Garoppolo. People have called. They could have offloaded him a while ago. But they're asking for their price, and that's fine. And, you know, they're not going to go do it at a discount or whatever. But it has always felt to me, this is just a vibe, all right? This is just me reading the moon. They it always felt a little bit like they're scared to get rid of the safety net, and they do not feel like a team. Like I, I I think of Carson Wentz back in Philly, 2016, his rookie year. He has a great preseason, and the Eagles turn right around and they trade Sam Bradford to the Vikings, and they were ready to go with Carson Wentz. He was their guy. They were confident in him. The 49ers haven't behaved that way, you know. Like the the Eagles just went opportunistically. Like when can we get Get Jimmy Garoppolo away. There have been so many opportunities with, uh, you know, the Browns and Deshaun Watson. You could have done something with the Panthers or the Seahawks or all of these teams that have desperately needed quarterback help or teams like Pittsburgh that have a young guy and they could maybe use somebody better than Mitch Trubisky to bring him along it feels like there have been those opportunities. Like I don't want to hear 49ers tell us, ah, oh, nobody wanted to pay us enough for Jimmy Garoppolo. You could have bent someone over a barrel. And I think you knew that and they haven't done it. So it te- like, I don't think they have a lot of confidence in Trey Lance, even though they probably outwardly said like, yeah, we have all the confidence. Of course you say that on the podium, but actions speak louder than words. This particular decision doesn't speak to that i think it's the punishment for holding on to your cards for too long
1: you know you eventually crap or get off the pot well i think the Ford managers would say well you know jimmy garoppolo had surgery this offseason so, so i can't say shoulder surgery very well without stumbling on it, like i did there shoulder surgery shoulder, shoulder surgery this offseason and so <laughs> teams teams trading for him had some some level of Uncertainty about his health and his ability to, to pass a physical, and so then by the time that Jimmy Garoppolo was supposedly going to be healthy enough to throw, we're we're at training camp or whatever. When teams already more or less have their quarterback situation set, and again, teams are going to want to necessarily pay a top dollar in trade or a top pick or whatever compensation in trade for a quarterback, unless you know. I, like I think the 49ers were waiting for a team to be desperate. They were waiting for that big injury to some clearly established starter on some team. That would say, okay, we need a quarterback. Let's get Jimmy Garoppolo. He's taken a team to a Super Bowl before, even though he's not like he hasn't carried the team, but he has been to the Super Bowl and won some real games with a good supporting cast around him in San Francisco. And and that exact circumstance just didn't quite happen. Like we saw the Panthers obviously needed quarterback and traded for, for Sam Bradford. For, I mean, for um for, Yeah, um, like that was there. But like for Big like, yeah. They were desperate for the they weren't really gonna pay top trade compensation the 49ers said well we can still hold on to him and we still would like him as a good backup quarterback and we'll still wait maybe within the first you know six weeks of the season if a quarterback goes down on a team and they're they're really all in on trying to win a super bowl this year we can still offload jimmy Garoppolo now at an even lower contract value and if it's a team that's already quarterback ready jimmy will be on board with going to that team anyway like any team that would be willing to trade enough for jimmy g will likely be in a good enough position that jimmy g would want to go to them anyway
0: the moment I always thought that a Jimmy G trade was going to happen, and once once the draft ended and it didn't happen, or you, know, you go like a week or so after the draft, where somebody who maybe could have used a quarterback didn't get the kind of guy they wanted, that's where I really thought it would happen. And I always have gone back. I've gone back a lot on this show to the Lions, where they're sitting there with Jared Goff. And I, I do think Brad Holmes is ha, is probably a lot higher on Jared Goff than like the rest of the world is, which might want to look in the mirror on that one, buddy. But... <laughs> It, I've always gone back to them going if they could figure out a way to make the cap work. And clearly, Garoppolo's now that they've like they've shown that Garoppolo was willing to take some amount of less money. And usually, you can figure that out between the two teams and the player himself. Some sort of restructure, rework. If they could figure that out, that it, that I feel like the Lions would be the kind of team that could have used Jimmy Garoppolo so well. Just somebody competent as they build a core that feels like it's headed at least in a direction. um, Garoppolo could have been the guy that you start to build that on top of, and that didn't go. Seahawks didn't go. The Panthers didn't go. But this particular decision feels like it was. if you're not going to trade him, this is the the logical step. So they didn't trade him, and I disagree with that, but I've always disagreed with that. This particular step of going in and basically making him the – Best backup ever. And look, if Trey Lance gets his ankle rolled up, and you got Jimmy Garoppolo coming in, like, heck yeah. A lot of teams don't have a situation like that. My team's rolling with Nick Mullins if we lose Kirk Cousins. Like, it could be worse. Um <laughs> But if you want to do that, and then I guess here's the other thing. Then he walks and you get a compensatory pick, and maybe that's higher than yeah. what anybody else was doing. If they were going to have to take on the whole contract and then go, yeah, we'll give you a fourth or something. Maybe you think he does better on the market. You end up with a third. Maybe that's what they're doing here. Um, still, the 49ers have played this weird, and it makes me worried for what they think of Trey Lance.
1: It, I I, I mean, I understand it. It is, a, it is sort of a, a weird situation. It's hard to get a read on on what this Trey Lance situation is going to be. You know, I, I know our friends over at prizepicks.com have an over-under set for Trey Lance that so you can participate in with Daily Fantasy this season, and it's at 3,450 yards is where you'd be betting against the house with our friends at PrizePicks. It's a better way to do daily fantasy football. What you do is you pick two to five players, and if they will score more or less than their picks projections, then you can then win up to 10 times your money on any entry. There's no competing against other people like other daily fantasy sports. It's just you versus the projections available. Price Picks offers projections on any sport you watch, not just the NFL, not just the 49ers, but NBA, MLB, NHL, PGA, college football, college basketball, soccer, tennis, combat sports, even disc golf and cricket. I mean, it's it's, (laughs) everything at Price Picks. Entries are super easy to make. Just 60 seconds or or less. They're safe. There's fast withdrawals. And they're currently operational in over 30 states and Canada. So, download the Prize Pick app or go to prizepicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First time users can receive a 100% deposit match up to $100 with our promo code LOCKED ON. If you deposit $100, Prize Picks will give you $100. If you deposit $50, you'll get an extra $50 back. Don't forget to use our promo code LOCKED ON at sign up. For an instant deposit match up to $100 at prizepicks.com.
0: Moving on with this episode of the Locked On NFL podcast, we're talking about Trey Lance and Jimmy Garoppolo and the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, thank you so much for making Locked On NFL your first listen of the day. For your second listen, make sure you are subscribed to The Ultimate Pro Football Preview. All of us at the Locked On Podcast Network are previewing our teams, previewing our team's seasons, and it's coming out in an eight-episode epic, not unlike what we've done for the draft in the past and what the uh, Locked On NBA Network has done for the draft in the past with Odyssey experts and all of us at the Locked On NFL Podcast Network. Really great stuff. Just search out the Ultimate Pro Football Preview wherever you find your podcasts. So, this is the part where I want to talk about uh, where the Saints are at, or the uh, 49ers are at, with Trey Lance. um, Because what I've seen in the preseason, and I've only really paid attention to one of his games, so maybe there's more. Doesn't look half bad, though. Like, I'm pretty into it. I, I think he's come along a lot, and that's... You, you kind of hoped like, when you're taking him third overall, you hope that this dude that has played 19 games in college has a little bit of growth to do, because he had a lot of things that... Um, as part of his game that just weren't ready to put on the field yet. Um, And it seems like some of those things are coming along. But, Lauren, do you think that if they roll with Trey Lance, like, maybe there's some pressure from Jimmy Garoppolo now that he's there, and if Trey Lance struggles, you're going to put in the kid. Is this going to come up, or are we going to be chilling with Lance? Is he going to go ball out and we forget about Jimmy
1: Garoppolo quick? It feels like if you're the San Francisco 49ers and you commit early at least verbally to Trey Lance, like, you know, you're getting an inexperienced, but super highly, you know, super high ceiling, great tools type of quarterback. And and then you should know what comes with that, that there's a lot of potential for some volatility there. There's a learning curve that's going to take place here. And there's going to be times when Trey Lance makes some incredible plays. And there's going to be some times when Trey Lance still has more learning to do. And there's just certain things that you can practice the heck out of, but, until you do it in a live game situation, it's just not the same. You're just not going to be used to what defenses are going to throw at you and the speed and all that different stuff that you just learn from doing with experience. So if if you go into it, you, sh- you should know that, yeah, there are going to be times when Trey Lance struggles and that there might be some pressure to play Jimmy Garoppolo. And I would just think, you know, why, why would you go into it like planning on if Lance struggles, we're going to have the quick hook to pull him. It, it seems like once you commit to we're moving out with Lance, he's our guy, you're committing to... Yeah, there's going to be times when he messes up and is still learning, and we're willing to deal with that and live with that because we believe in him and we're all in on him as a quarterback.
0: Yeah, and I guess where I'm at right now, I don't know, what are the odds this comes up? If Trey Lance has taken a true step forward, I don't know, maybe I'm a little too, I'm I'm overplaying my hand a little bit. Um, I, I think there's less of a chance that if you tried to start Trey Lance last year, I think you would have had a big old mess. Um, and I think that happened to a couple of quarterback rookie quarterbacks last year. It happened with fields happened with Zach Wilson, Mm -hmm. but I think if you do it this year, you have less of a chance. You're not going to have perfect play and there's going to be learning moments and that's okay. Josh Allen had lots of those coming out. Look how he turned out. Um, but the question becomes, you know, it's, it's all well and good. Oh, we're totally committed to Trey Lance. It's really easy to say that until you're on a four game losing streak and he just threw four picks, you know? Are you going to have that kind of game? I don't think there uh, well, there's a, a high likelihood of that kind of game, but that's the sort of thing I start to get worried about. What happens when reporters start asking? Because you can say all you want. We are committed to Trey Lance, but you're still going to have to deal with the questions of it if Trey Lance has a, a total blow-up game, where if instead if you had traded away Jimmy Garoppolo and kept somebody else on the back end of your roster, you wouldn't be dealing with that. And Lance wouldn't
1: be dealing with that. He wouldn't be answering those questions. If you're the 49ers, though, like, do you feel like they're that much, like, all-in win now? Because, like, if if Treyland struggles and you and you pull them to put in Jimmy Grappolo, right, presumably that means you think Jimmy Grappolo gives you the better chance to win and, like, you need Jimmy in there because, you know, among all th- – overall things else, you need to win as many games as you can this season and compete for a Super Bowl. Of course, that's the goal every season, but yeah doesn't, doesn't strike me as like an old team that has this championship window. That's like specifically closing. And so I would just think like, again, if you're committing Jimmy, if the plan is we're switching to Trey Lance, like you, you have to know that like, what's almost like, what's almost more important is just Trey Lance's development and sticking him out because it's about, it's not as much about 2022 as it is about the next five to 10 years with him as your long-term answer. And that benching him or whatever, is that going to be what's best for Trey Lance's development or is it that much more important to win an extra two games this season with Jimmy Garoppolo at the risk of maybe limiting your franchise quarterback that you traded up and spent all this draft capital to make your guy
0: yeah my philosophy on that is if you're any bit a respectable team you should be in a win now I I think you should behave as though like it's one game at a time one play at a time Um, and trying to zoom that kind of thing out is how you end up accidentally throwing games and getting yourself fired before any of that stuff can actually take hold uh and look the 49ers i mean they went to the nfc championship last year of course they are they they are of course going to see themselves as a contending team especially if they view trey lance as an upgrade over jimmy garoppolo which they have to they traded the farm to go up to number three for him um so i i think that they would behave if it came down to it If it came to a world where we're watching Trey Lance just struggle, just totally not be ready, just be a total disaster, and and everyone in their mother agrees, yeah, Jimmy Garoppolo would be better for this team, I do think the move would be to go with Jimmy Garoppolo and then it becomes a a, a matter of management. And this falls then on the QB coach and on Kyle Shanahan to to be able to get through that without it getting so deep into Trey Lance's head that it
1: totally wrecks him. Um, That's what it has to be. What do the 49ers gain from going back to Jimmy Grappolo? I mean, obviously, like if Lance is just like completely floundering and like looks just, you know, deer in the headlights type thing, I understand like there could be value of sitting him down and saying, OK, you need more time on the bench. But like if it's your run of the mill difference board, between a wild card spot and not this this season, is does it matter that much? I mean, it matters? But like, isn't
0: I think it more so important? if it's a difference between playing in January and not playing in January, then I think it absolutely matters.
1: Why? I, I mean, like, it matters for this season. Chip in a chair, baby. Yeah, because this, this season
0: is there, and that's what everybody's here for. I, I think of—let's go back to the Lions, right? Everybody's watching Hard Knocks and Dan Campbell. Watching Dan Campbell jump up and down trying to win a preseason game. Like, you engage in sports because of the competitive aspect, because you want to beat the guys across from you. Um, and I think the long-term outlook of what gives us the best odds at a Super Bowl in 2025— Is just in an NFL building always, unless you are literally like the Dolphins who got in a lot of trouble over that, and I and I think your Bears are taking this approach too, but maybe not quite as formally and like nefariously as the Dolphins did. But you know, Ryan Pole's tearing it down, going into the rebuild, embracing it. Sure, Um, unless you're in that world where you're like, this is a rebuilding year. We're just taking our foot off the pedal and we're just gonna like build this right. Unless you're in that. Everybody in that room, it is somebody's last season. It's a lot of people's last season in that building. It's coaches' last season's there. It's people's last season as a 49 where they get traded or, or cut next year or, or before somebody gets promoted and takes a an, uh, coordinator job at a different bl- – it is is—it is the last chance for some people. Um, and I think you you can't – like if Trey Lance throws four picks – and again, I don't think we're going to be there. But if yeah. we are there – um. I think it would be a disservice, and like that's how you lose people. That's how Doug Peterson got fired, right? That's He lost the locker room doing that kind of thing in a meaningless game, in a like fully we can't win. But these are competitive people, competitive to their core, that want to win, um, that want to win in preseason games as bad as they want to win the Super Bowl. I mean, if you look at the, the culture Dan Campbell has over in Detroit, I don't think that's that unique to him. I think that's everywhere, and we just sort of take it for granted when we get like too wrapped up in that that pie in the sky, that Super Bowl on the horizon. But you've got to win the games in front of you to get to the postseason. And you can't win the Super Bowl without getting to the postseason.
1: Yeah, I I, I see where you're coming from. And I I under I understand. It just seems to me like Trey Lance needs experience. Like that's what he needs more than anything else is to be on the field. And if he struggles and you, you throw him on the bench to put Jimmy Grapple out there, then you're not then – t- then Trey Lance isn't getting better. And if Trey Lance isn't getting better, then when is he going to be better than Jimmy Grapple? And then if he's if he's not getting that development, then he, is he ever going to make that improvement? And then was he worth the draft pick in the, in the, in the first place? Like At some point, it's about yeah. like you made an investment in him and you need to commit to paying for that investment. A part of paying that investment is also – the time and the patience to, to work through some of those struggles, understanding that maybe there might be moments when Jimmy grapple in the immediate term could give you a, a slightly better chance to win here and there. But if, if another couple of games of Trey Lance struggling can get you to better Trey Lance later in the season, is it worth seeing that through as opposed to pulling the plug and saying, screw this, let's just get Jimmy back out there and be right back to where we started. You know, that, 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 that was the whole point of yeah. yeah, just to not be right. Like, otherwise you're just back to where you started and, and how is that helping your team get, better
0: at any rate we're in a corner case i think here because yeah. i don't think i as good or bad as trey lance is i think we, it has to be pretty extreme for you to start feeling like uh we're gonna bench the kid right yeah. um so instead i want to take you into a more reasonable hypothetical which is what we'll do next i want to talk about how you and i would handle this if trey lance does struggle and if we were in the coaching room so that's going to be what comes up
1: next you are you Are you one of those people that thinks it's okay to drive stoned? What's the worst that can happen? You end up driving below the speed limit? It's no big deal, right? Wrong. The truth is your reaction times slow down way down when you're high. Not only do you put yourself in danger, but everyone around you. Talk about a buzzkill. So stop kidding yourself. It's not okay to drive high. If you've been using marijuana in any form, do not get behind the wheel. If you feel different, you drive different. Drive high and get a DUI.
0: All right, Lauren, Lockdown NFL Podcast. I'm Luke Braun. This is Lauren Cox. We're talking about Trey Lance. So let's say Trey Lance has a pretty bad game. We're not talking four picks. We're not talking Nathan
1: Peterman catastrophe, but we're you're, talking, you're talking, man. Like, you're talking like nine sacks in his first career start against the Cleveland Browns last season? Yeah, oh. something like that. Yeah. If you
0: go if you go to uh, play against the Cleveland Browns and then your O-line falls apart and you don't know how to set protections and you get nine sacks.
1: Yeah. Like um, that.
0: Hypothetically. Can't imagine anything like that happening to anyone.
1: Yeah.
0: But let's say that we're the court. We're we're co quarterback coaches. So it's our job to bring Trey Lance out of this. How do you deal with that? Because what I am worried about here with Jimmy Garoppolo, and it, this is a small worry. It's easy to shut out the noise in a building. You can just like don't go on Twitter, y'all. Um, <laughs> yeah. But that's just good life advice. Don't go on Twitter. <laughs> Be careful at taking
1: that advice yeah
0: yeah but do as I say not as I do yeah, um man. but you know you you're gonna start hearing if, if Trey Lance has a you know one touchdown one interception passer rating of 60 because he couldn't complete a whole bunch maybe it's not even his fault but you're gonna start hearing it right you're gonna start hearing oh you know put in I don't know you
1: covered the bears last year did you ever hear like put in Andy Dalton <laughs> it was put in Nick Foles was what it was. Foles, right? yeah, it was. Nick Foles. Yeah. So, I mean, like, Dalton was hurt, and then Nick Foles was kind of the backup. There, there were times when— And then when, they did. We, there were times—they only did when Fields got hurt. There was never a time when they oh, said— like, for that. Okay. Well, there, there was times when Fields was hurt, and we weren't Quote sure— Quote, unquote. <laughs> but regardless, there was at least an injury in there. But it, it was only out of protection for Fields. It was, wow, this offensive line is so bad. Let's not throw him out there to build these bad habits. It wasn't necessarily that Fields was— you know, driving himself. Yeah. The hole. It was the team was not ready for fields, which doesn't. Yeah, seem I, to... And I agreed with that when they, I was like, that's
0: the best thing for fields is to get him out of the hell hole. That is. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Was but it
0: Jason it, Peters? Yeah, it was awful. He was one of their best offensive linemen last season, sir. Oh No, <laughs> <laughs> he was fishing on a boat three days before they called him. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Hey, uh, glass houses. We did the Jake long year a few years ago. It's fine.
1: I'm just thinking God Dakota Dozier is on injured reserve. That's all. Anyway, <laughs> with, with Trey Lance, right? It's like if if he if he hits those games, I think there's a threat there's a specific threshold for me where it would be like, okay, you have a bad game, we'll live with it, we'll come back next week, right? If you start to stack consecutive bad games, rough situations, and like most importantly, like making the same mistakes repeatedly. That's when I can better understand the time to say, you know what, like, Trey, we're going to sit you down, not permanently, not because we don't believe in you, but just because I think we we need you to see this more from the sideline and and get more of the mental reps and understand what the defense is doing better because you're making the same mistakes more than once. Like if it's if he's doing different things wrong and it's like, okay, he's still finding his fit between like. Do I leave the pocket too soon or do I hold too long in the pocket? Am I going through my progressions too fast or do I need to mm-hmm. slow down or am I going too slow through them? But if, if, he's, if he's still finding his, the, the sort of the bumpers of the bowling lane here, of like he's hitting the sides and trying to figure out where the middle is, that's fine. I can live with consecutive games of mistakes if they're different mistakes.
0: Right, and those are the mistakes you have to play to work through. You can't exactly. learn that stuff on the sideline, yeah.
1: That's, that's the threshold for me. But if it's like over and over again, he's not seeing the linebacker in underneath the zone. Like I remember... Some things Mitch Trubisky would do over and over again in Chicago, where it's just like he's not getting it yet.
0: Yes, that's with a Jimmy guy, Garoppolo problem.
1: Yes, yeah, so that's that's when you go to Jimmy G and say, "All right, Trey, like you need you still need some time to learn this and work through it." And it doesn't mean we don't believe in you and don't think you could still be great, but let's let's slow it down. We've put too much on your plate, and that's our fault. That's how you have to paint. us. Right. We as coaches didn't have you as ready as you needed to be, so we'll slow down here for everyone.
0: I super agree with that. Yeah, and I think the key to is not, Hey, we're going to bench you and it's on you to earn your way back. No, 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 no. It's going to be, Hey, let's take a week here and let's feel it out. And if you feel like you're ready to go back in, we'll put you back in next week. Um, But let's take a week. You can watch Jimmy Garoppolo throw some interceptions to poach safeties. And, (laughs) (laughs) and, and, and you can learn from that, right. You can learn from that tape, but I confidence is, a really important thing and because we can't measure confidence we we can't come to conclusions about how to chase it um because there's no there's no correlation we can chase you know we, we can chase more yards right better epa and say you should pass more we can do all that stuff but we can't chase stuff like confidence but that doesn't make it unimportant and when you're the coach when you're the person dealing with trey lance face to face and trying to say hey this is you know what you have to like, this is what we need you to do so that you can become what we invested our whole franchise in you becoming what we believed in you so hard that we put our whole lot, all of our jobs on the line to invest, to, to make, we, that's how much we believe in you. That's how psyched we are to have you. And we just need a week for you to see some things so that we can make sure that we realize that it's not a huge deal. Like it's like downplay it to him. You know, um, that, I guess that's the way that I would try try to play it. Um, but I do think the timing and the rhythm and the comfort looks a lot better. And I think that should be the headline here. We've gone through some, like, worst-case scenario hypotheticals with the 49ers, and it's been fun. But I, I, the, the headline is, I don't think any of that comes up. And I do think if Trey Lance does struggle, it's going to be the stuff, the the bumpers that you said, uh, uh, you know, maybe he could have, he he hitched a little bit too much, or It you know, the the ball came out a tick late or the ball came out a tick behind or he's just got to fix a footwork thing a little bit here. And that's the developmental process that you can still absolutely be a team that's in all the games when you're dealing with that stuff. You know, you want perfection, go find Tom Brady. But if that's the kind of stuff you can work out in real time without totally sinking the franchise, because the worst case scenario here is if you stick with Trey Lance when he's not good enough to win you games and you win four games this year and everybody gets fired, well, that's not the way to win a Super Bowl. That's the way to lose your job. Do <laughs> you think Shanahan's on that? I mean, not
1: that thin of ice, but like, I don't know. Like, you, I know he's immune you, to a two win season. Two-win you know, that's season. what I was saying. Yeah. If you, if i get a corner case fan. Yeah. But like, and it's, it's to me, like, not to circle back, but like, the 49ers feel like they're in a stable enough spot where it's like, okay, we can, if we lose one or two fewer games, but can still make the playoffs, even with some of those ups and downs of Trey Lance. And, and the other thing I'll throw in here, real quick. The NFL trade deadline is the 49ers bye week. So they certainly have some options there <laughs> with, with Jimmy Garoppolo. If they get to – it's right after a game if gets played. If they the get Rams to that point. On the road, they get the Rams twice in that first stretch of the season to where I think Trey Lance will be tested. It's, it's Broncos, two Rams, and Chiefs all in that first eight weeks of the season. They'll know by the trade deadline whether Trey Lance is the guy or whether they might need to go back to Jimmy Garoppolo and whether they want to make that trade then or whether they really do want to hold on to him. And they'll have a sense
0: for – division standings and all that, and how much of a push that they're making here. Um, That is going to be really fascinating to watch in an NFC full of very weird teams (laughs) in very weird spots. Um, I don't know. It's very exciting. Uh, So tomorrow, you're going to get more talk about this from Tony Wiggins and James Rapine. They'll talk to you about It's cut down day. On Tuesday. So they're going to be talking about all of that stuff. Um, in the meantime, check out all of our fantasy football podcasts at the Locked On Podcast Network, Locked On Fantasy, Locked On Dynasty Fantasy Football. I know you have drafts coming up, uh, or maybe you've already had your drafts and you need to know what to do if you're going to panic. Um, you need to know about sleepers and all that stuff. Get an edge. Go listen to those shows. For Lauren Cox, I'm Luke Braun. Thank you so much for listening to the Locked On NFL Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.